calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Welcome, Wanderers, to the Lucky Die Dragon Seekers. Previously, Alex delivers an important life lesson. Notch is found in an awkward position, and Tauri tries to help someone to reform. After encountering each other in the forest, the unlikely trio discover their shared destination and their potential opposing goals. Connecting with Alex's mental fizz, the group learn more about dragons and their fate within the world. Stalking through the forest, they come across a human in Kino, a human who had previously stolen something very important from Notch. Will our new friends be able to work together despite their differing goals? Will Fizz be able to meet with a dragon one day? And will Notch make a good mentor to Alex? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die Dragon Seekers. So it looks like I need to make a DC of 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus your constitution modifier. So first of all, what is your proficiency bonus? Oh, proficiency bonus is 3. Okay, and what is your constitution modifier? I see constitution, it's plus 1, it, but that says... That's yeah, that's the number, yep. So the modifier is the big number, um, so that's that's the number we wanted. So... One plus three plus eight is twelve. Yeah. 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 All right. So I just need to beat a twelve. 
And that looks like it's a wisdom saving throw. If I fail this, he becomes frightened and cannot willingly move towards you. (laughs) (laughs) You're just jumping on top of him, like tackling him from behind. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen a lion pounce? Yeah. (laughs) But not at night. Um, (laughs) Alas, as you come jumping out um, and roaring at him, he turns in your direction um dropping the machete as you would expect but he doesn't appear to be frightened at all if anything the runes on his skin begin to glow a bit brighter and we are going to enter initiative Woo! great fight wow i used i really did use every single good role i had at the beginning of this game (laughs) no 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 new day new day new recording (laughs) (laughs) all right um okay notch what did you end up with 20 a dirty 20. That's, That's 17 plus 3. Um, okay, Tauri, what did you get? 18. And Alex, what did you get? I got a 10. And That's okay, because this asshat who stole your shields and is a clearly a fake dragon knight, by the way, um, he ended up with a 4. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> you never saw it coming. We're going to kill him before he even gets a turn. I That's mean... the hope, baby. I don't want magic to do what it did, but let me the last time. <laughs> All right. So the top of the initiative, basically we go assume that any round um, is six seconds long. Um, and in each round, you on your turn, but you're first, so you get to go first. Mm-hmm. You can do a movement, which is whatever number is in your speed brackets. You can do um, an action, which can can be an attack. It can be giving someone who's unconscious a healing potion to get them back on their feet um, or anything else on your character sheet that states it requires one action and you have one action per turn. Um, You also have one bonus per turn. Okay. Which is a paladin. I think that there's no special you can do this if you're a yeah, I have paladin. an extra. We have attack. a pro paladin here. So you can attack can twice instead of once whenever you take an attack on your turn. So I'm going to go with the attack with the Chotel, uh, my fire yep. hanger. So, so I'm going to say because you pounced, you are literally right next to this asshat. Um, he um, he is a human. He has various like armors on him that clearly have dragons carved into them. Um, he clearly is a magical being. And he has, at his side, he has a sword. Um, it's, it's not a particularly good sword. It's definitely not a great sword. It's just a short sword. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yes, go ahead. Your action, I believe, uh, if you want to attack, is you can attack twice because you're a higher level paladin. Okay. So, I did the, there's the first one there. Do you want me to read it out? Uh, yeah. So, we're going to do the attacks one at a time. Because okay. you're a paladin, there's a special thing. And we'll get to that when we, we resolve this one. Um, so, yeah. So, what you would do looking at this is you tell me what you got to hit, which is that first number, and then the damage underneath. So, my melee weapon attack with the Chotel came to 21 to hit, reaching five uh, feet. That definitely hits. <laughs> with And you do five Five damage. slashing damage. Okay. So... Here's a little wonderful thing about being a paladin. Um, you have a link to your, you have a link to the dragons, and they provide you with extra abilities, uh, spells. As a paladin, you get to smite the ever-loving shit out of stuff every single time you hit. 
but you do require spell slots to do that. Divine Smite? Um, yep, that's the one. That's exactly it. I Divine Smite with 12 Radiant Damage plus 8 versus Undead or Fiend Damage. Um, yeah, so he is neither undead nor is he a fiend. He's a dick, but he is neither one of those things. So you would only in this situation ever have the first number. He's a living um, dick. Got so, it. Yeah, he's a living dickhead. Um, so, like, yeah. In this case, you would do five slashing damage and you call upon the power of your three gods to smite the ever-loving shit out of this guy. Now, it is traditional, as is traditioned by Aaron Casey, but... Um, that you normally call out to your your deity or your being for their help and their power. Um, <laughs> Zoltano, which is the character that Casey plays, um, called down the holy thunder and shouted this to the gods every single time directly into the microphone. You may call upon your deities however you wish. It later became a fuck you. Yeah, now it's, yeah, it later now becomes it's just fuck you because I don't have the same god. <laughs> Uh, you're making me make a catchphrase in like two seconds. Yep. Uh-huh. I did the same thing to Casey while could being a paladin on TLD. <laughs> it's real fucking hard. I feel... <laughs> Darrow Fury! Beautiful. Um, yeah, and as you, as you, um, yeah, describe how you attack him. What does this look like? As I'm, uh, leaping through the air, I slash through with the Chotel, aiming... I go for the spot underneath the arm that has the open, open place of armor. Dope. Absolutely dope. Um, as you call out on Darrow, you get that slot like just underneath where the armpit is, and there's a brilliant flash of red light that does a bunch of extra radiant damage. Um, so that's your first attack of your multi-attack. I believe you can attack twice, so yep. you can do the same thing again. All right, here comes the showtel again. Ooh. Ah! 26 to hit. That definitely five hits. With slashing damage. Yes. Uh, do you, would, would you... Would, uh, could I interest you <laughs> in a smite? I'm smiting his ass again with a level two. <laughs> wanna shot something else? radiant damage. <laughs> wanna, wanna compel a different dragon? <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> do it again, Darrow! <laughs> as called upon... He shall deliver. Um, there is another bright flash of red lights uh, that goes off. Um, you also notice that as you're calling out for Darrow and you're asking him to do this again, that the shield that is on this guy's arm is definitely your shield. Um, now, the rest of you are up close to it. You can actually see that there are three dragons of different colors that have been carved into the shield. And as you call it for Darrow, the eyes in the red dragon begin to flash just momentarily at the same time as you strike. Um, okay. How is he wearing the, the shield? Like, is it on his arm? or? Yeah, it's on his arm, yeah. Is there any way I can grab at it? Uh, fortunately not. not. Um, so it would require an action to remove that from him, but you'd have to win a grapple test first and then mm. take it from him. Um, he I've already used my pieces. Last time. Yeah. Yeah, because he held person on you and he could just walk up and just take it off at his own leisure. Um, you're trying to do all this in six seconds, so things are a little bit more difficult. That's um, fair. All right, so that's now the end of your turn. Um, by the way, you can still talk to each other. Talking is a free action, um, but otherwise, that's, that's your six seconds of, of doing. Tauri, yeah. it is now your turn. What would you like to do? Um, 
So, what kind of armor is the guy wearing? Like, it was plate, right? Or like, uh, he's not wearing plate, but he's wearing like really good like hide and leather armor. Oh, okay. So I, um, I was contemplating whether or not I should try. Hmm. I would like to try and remove the. You said he had a sword in on his hip. Like, I would try to remove that from from his grasp or like from his uh, surroundings because I don't want to get in the way of uh, of Notch. Like get mm -hmm. in one of his wings, but I want to be like quickly get in there and maybe um, remove the the the, um, the weapon from him so he cannot use that. Uh, I'm gonna say like he hasn't actually had a chance to grab the weapon yet. He was yes, using the machete to clear a path. It's still in his uh, yeah, pockets. It's on, <laughs> uh, pockets. Yeah, it's, it's on his waist <laughs> in the sheath. Yeah, so you could definitely just like yoink. Uh, I would say you could try that. Um, I'm gonna say that's an opposed grapple check, and that's an action in this case. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that because I think it's the closest thing I have to what this at attack. Is. Yeah, I'm not gonna attack like him. I'm just gonna uh, disarm him for now, so he's not a that big of a threat, less of a threat. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, so if you want to do a grapple, uh, a grapple check in this case, um, I'm gonna say it's probably dexterity since you're trying to sneak around and not get in the way of Notch. Um, so I'm gonna say dex for you. He's gonna use um, a strength. Um, because that's what he can do. 13. Oh, no. Um, so as you try and sneak in there, the way he moves his hip out of your way, um, he just manages to keep hold of the sword. He got a 19 on his. Um, so alas, no no steely. Is that the end of my stuff? That's, that's your action. Um, what do you want to do with your bonus? I never know what my bonuses are, what I can do as bonus. Um... Uh, so normally as a monk if you had an attack action you can normally hit again but I'm just going to say that you maybe just went in there with your wooden spoon so I'll go allow you to have like one attack that's fine if you want to do that yeah I want to um, the the side uh, the, the, the arm that would normally he would normally reach for his sword for I want to uh, kind of bonk him with a spoon here so that he would be a uh -huh. little bit encompassed uh, from taking that yeah, okay, yeah, right in the middle of the elbow. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Yes, go for it. <laughs> He's wailing on this poor guy. Uh, 11 to hit. That uh. unfortunately does not hit. Uh, I'm going to say that was probably your move yeah. to get in range. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. All right, so that's your move, your action, a new bonus done. Yeah. Okay, uh, Alex, what would you like to do? You attacked him with a spoon? <laughs> Tari is lethal with that spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it, so... It's my first time. <laughs> Granted. Uh, Alex, what do you want to do? Uh, I am going to do... I'm going to attack with my... I hit with my quarterstaff. Dope. That's 12. That is a failure. Okay. I'm sorry. But then... But then... I'm going to... Uh, Expend one key point to do mm -hmm. Fury of Blows. Okay. And that means I get two unarmed strikes. Go for it. So those are both Holy 26. shit! What the? No, no. There's something special about these 26s, Casey. They're both natural 20s. <laughs> wow. Um, so natural 20s when you're doing attacks. Um, I think in our case doubles the amount of dice that you can roll. <laughs> Yes, 
Yes, yes, they do. All right, um, both of your unarmed strikes, after you completely whiff with the dragon pole, they both connect. Um, what does that look like and how much damage is it? Uh, I take a swing with the dragon pole and it misses. And then I, like, in one fluid motion, I put I put my dragon pole back in, like, against my back, bring my uh, right arm away and uppercut <laughs> and then while he's reeling from the uppercut I uh, bring my right my right arm no left arm I know what directions are around and <laughs> I um, I punch him right in the face perfect with my left. <laughs> and uh, that does 19 damage altogether Perfect. Um, yeah, you feel crack uh, under under your hands. Nice. Um, he looks a little bit beaten up. He doesn't look terrible. He, he, he looks okay. Um, as it's his go. Um, I assume that was your bonus, that was your attack, and your move to get in position. Yes, yes. Great. All right, on his go. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> on his go... I'm just gonna do it. Fuck it. Oh, he's gonna explode. He has three people around him. He's just gonna explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if I explode, I damage myself. So I don't want that. Um, no energy it's not explosion. Damage, not immune to fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being that he has just been stabbed and punched a few times, and someone tried to steal his weapon, uh, he doesn't feel very happy about this. But the person most annoying him is the one in his face, which is Notch. He's gonna. <sighs> throw his hand forward and twist his wrist in a way that his fingers are pointing up and you see the crackling of dark purple energy and they hit um, Notch square in the chest. Ah. Notch, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. I don't think that was good. <laughs> um, because you're, uh, you have your aura of protection on, you can also add your charisma modifier to that. Hey! <laughs> no! <laughs> Uh, no, the, the modifier for your charisma, um, which I think in your case is three. It's I think it's 14 plus three plus three. Uh, so the, the, the 14 is... That doesn't make sense. Let me check your character sheet. It says rolling D20 plus three proficient plus three character. <laughs> All right. Um, so your constitution saving throw, um, you rolled a D20 and that was uh, 11. Uh, your constitution is plus one, so that makes the whole thing 12. Because you're a paladin with your, your special aura up, you get to add your um, charisma modifier. Because your charisma is either 16 or 17, your bonus is an extra three. So any time that you roll a saving throw or any time that your buddies roll a saving throw, they get to add an extra three to that. Um, so your total is 15. Yeah, 16 charisma, I thought so. So I'm going to put in, on the backgrounds, plus three to saves. And that applies to everyone. You're welcome. Yay! Any time that you um, upgrade your charisma, so if during a level up you can get your charisma to be um, an 18, that uh, plus to all saves around you goes to four instead of three. Um, mm. So yeah. So as a 15... You didn't seem DC. like a charismatic person to me. 
<laughs> I put a lot of points in that stack. <laughs> you may not see it, but this lion has a silver tongue. <laughs> uh, okay. Unfortunately, you failed on a 15. Ah, crap. I'm sorry. You take... Um, as this dark um, necromantic energy um, flies out and hits you in the chest, it feels like suddenly you've been hit with rot and you take 26 points of necrotic damage. Damn. Ow. Um, so that was his action. Notch is flown back onto the ground. <laughs> away. And hurting. <laughs> Yes, but uh, mechanically you're still standing and you're still next to him. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Um, yeah, because if you right get knocked down, it takes half your action, half your movement to stand up again, oh, um, which might be relevant that. if he's running away. Um, that's he doesn't have uh, he doesn't want to move because he doesn't want all of you to hit him. Um, he doesn't have a bonus worth a damn, so that's his go. Um, it is now not your turn. He's just hit you with what feels like being hit with a bunch of mold all at once. Um, and it's now your go. Um, okay, so I have divine health. Um, it says divine magic flowing through makes you immune to disease. Is this, is this a disease? It's not, no. Oh. Well, bummer. Um... <laughs> what do you think, team? Should I just fight again? I, I feel like it would be very much in character that you just push on and keep going and heal later. Yeah. All right. I'm attacking again with the Chotel. I've taken a hit and now I'm pulling it under and going for a gut shot. Dope. Here we go. Chotel, hit one. Um, Do the thing. D20. <laughs> there it goes. Oh, oh no. Oh, boy. How, how much of an oh no was that? 11 to hit. Uh, unfortunately fails and uh, I'll do the divine smite level one and I'll uh, since you, uh, level since you yeah since you didn't hit you don't have to use your spell slots um, alright so do the show tell again yes please ah 24 to hit reach 5 that's much better you definitely got shot him this time <laughs> yes and then now I'll do Divine Smite at a level 2, yep. which is my last one that I have available to me. Correct. For today, yep. Ooh. 18 radiant damage. Damn! Kill him, Damn, kill son. him, kill him! Not dead, not dead. Undead, undead. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not uh, going down without a fight. <laughs> yeah, that's the person I thought you were. He... He uh, again. You see a brilliant flash of red as your um, as your blade connects with uh, with his uh, stomach area, um, and you see the flash going off on the shield. Um, he kind of like pulls back his lips in a snarl. Um, Darrow, do him in. Have <laughs> <I'm> him. <laughs> All right, Tari, it's now your turn. Um, so I want to try. You said I'm not allowed to uh, do anything in the head area, right? Yeah, I mean, punching is one thing, but, like, let's not do anything too brutally bloody up there, please. No, I just want to uh, bonk him on, on the ear with uh, with my spoon. Disorient him. Oh, yeah, that's permit. Okay. That's definitely fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bruises are fine. Let's not break this game. Okay. Let's see. Oh, no. Ten to hit. That did not work. Oh. That doesn't hit. Oh, boy. <laughs> can I do another one? Yeah. I believe so. 
21, there we go. Hey. hey! Much better! With five blood spoon! In spoon! Go spoon! <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely hitting on the ear. I'm trying to disorient this guy or like, um, you know, n- not, not yeah, this you're just trying yeah. to <laughs> irritate and upset. <laughs> no, I don't want to say like, uh, what I don't know what the fuck this stuff called is in the ear that you lose orientation and that stuff, but uh, 26 to hit before damage. Damn. All right, so a mixture of wooden spoons and punching, um, clipping him around the back of the ear roll. Um, you do a total of 11 damage. Um, Tari, that was your action and your bonus, and I'm assuming you don't want to move? Mm, nope, I don't think so. Okay, it is now Alex's go. I'm going to do the same thing I did. Go for it. Wow. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> how how bad was it? Uh, so my quarterstaff was a nine. Uh huh. That did not hit. My first unarmed strike was an eleven. That did not hit. And then my second one was a nineteen. That did hit. With uh, five damage. So I just I go with the the I I go with the uh, the quarter my dragon staff. I stumble a little. Um, mm-hmm. I <laughs> try to come around with like an elbow, um, uh-huh. but I'm not looking behind me enough or not aware enough of behind me that I, I miss. And then I just, in pure frustration, uh, I do. Uh, a, I just like I, I just straight kick him. Um, there's a name for the kind of kick I'm thinking of, but I. I Kicking onto the shin. So many years, but I get him. I try to get him in the side, and I succeed that time. Perfect. You're gonna um, side yeah, kick. You him. managed to like. That's the name of the <laughs> kick. I'm so <laughs> having a day with my brain. <laughs> I'm gonna blame post-COVID fog for that one. That is very, very okay to do that. Um, yeah, you get a good like side kick him. Um, you, you know, you, 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 your shoes do some damage. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so that was your action and your bonus, and obviously you're not moving. Um, so it is now his go. And the human standing before you, he lifts his hand into the air, he closes it into a fist and pulls it down to his chest, and immediately as soon as his hand touches his chest, there is a brilliant flash of yellow and green, and the entire area that all of you are standing in is suddenly covered in a very thick, yellowy, greenish fog. I need all of you to make constitution saving throws. Oh, no. Oh, no. Five. Eek. Fourteen. Ooh. Hey, we got one. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> all right. Um, Tari, what did you get? Five. Plus three for the safe? For the charisma? Oh, yeah. For, uh, eight. Eight. I think, yeah. Yep, that's right. Um, Notch, what did you get? I got a nine plus three. That would be twelve. Perfect. Uh, you still fail, and um, <laughs> and Alex, what did you get? With the additional three, I made a seventeen. You made the save, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Well, that's still not good for you, but it, it's better than than the other two. Um, All right. 
Uh. Okay. So the fog that erupts from this poisonous fog that erupts from this this guy's chest, um, each of you either breathe it in or it's absorbed into your uh, your your um, your plasmoid form. Unfortunately, it does also. It very specifically says it also affects people who don't breathe. So sorry. Um, for those of you who failed, you take nineteen points of poison damage. And for Alex, you only take nine points of poison damage. This continues to be here. It is, heavily obscures the area. Is uh, this considered a disease? No. So 19? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Y'all, I'm down to 15. Just, just... Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> um... He decides not to walk away because you're all going to hit him otherwise. So he's just going to hold on to that. <laughs> uh, he needs to make his own save because he's also included in this. How large is the area that is affected? 20 foot radius. It's four dwarves in all directions. <laughs> oh. 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 My lay on hands has a little uh-huh. thing in here that says alternative you can expend five hit points from your pool of healing to cure the target of one disease or neutralize one poison affecting it. Oh, never mind. It's a target, <laughs> not an actual. That's okay. Uh, it is however you'll go, Notch. <laughs> <laughs> Can't heal myself, can I? You can. Um, so uh, your uh, the, the healing pool, the ha- lay on hands that you were talking about, mm-hmm. um, you should have 40 points, I think, because you're level 8. Yep, I have 40. Um, you can apply as much of that healing to yourself as you want, but it does take your action, and that means you can't attack. You can either do it, basically, attacking twice is an action, healing yourself with lay on hands is an action, so you can only do one action per turn. If I were to attack him, I'd take on an additional 19 points of down- damage, so y'all, I think I need to heal myself, right? Do it. <laughs> what, what? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. All right, I think so- it's not. <laughs> I do lay on hands to, to heal myself. Uh, bonus heal amount. I can use all 40, right? Yeah, you can absolutely use all 40. All right. That'll give me... Wait, a- did you just say the magic words if it's a bonus? No way. Wait, so what did, what does that mean? Keep in mind, I'm, I'm young and new. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted to check is that uh, this wasn't a bonus action, because if it is a bonus action, you could also attack. But it's not. It very clearly states yeah. in the text there as an action. That's fine. Um, yeah, you put your. You, you know, you decide you're going to heal yourself. Um, you can either lay on hands, or it just happens naturally. It's entirely up to you. But your wounds very quickly knit over. There's a kind of a, a, a greenish flash that comes to wherever your wounds are, and they just kind of begin to close up and seal, barely leaving even a mark. Um, as you regain forty hit points. I call on Sarah, the healing health yellow dragon, to help then me. Then there's in this. flashes of yellow all over your body, and there's a slight flash of, uh, of yellow that happens on the shield as well. Um, okay, so that was your action. You technically still have a bonus left. Let's see what you can do. I don't really have any bonus actions aside from I have channel divinity, but that's uh, turn the tide. Convulse to injured characters. No one's yep, injured. So that would allow you to heal your companions for 1d6 plus 3. All right. I channel divinity. Get right ahead. Um, 
So that means that um, Alex and Tauri, you can roll 1d6 each, plus 3, and that's how much you are healed by a brilliant flash of yellow light um, that comes from Notch's uh, call for help. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm here to help. (laughs) And then Alex can do the same. Um... Just as a note, anything that says Channel Divinity uh, in the beginning of like the, the name of it, you can only do that once per day, basically. Also, we, I, I just saw that I have a thing called Extra Attack uh, Monk. So mm-hmm. uh, I did not actually need to spend a key point for that. <laughs> <laughs> I could have had another blow, blow earlier. Uh, another unarmed uh, blow thingy. That's fine. We'll, we'll make sure we get them in next time around. So technically um, I can attack four times. Wow. Maybe at your level, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Alex, you can roll 1d6 plus 3. Okay, so that's Notches Go Over. That was your uh, action and your bonus. Lots of healing went out. Fantastic. Um, Tauri, it's now your go. Yeah, I'm going to try uh, again knocking him over because at this point like we need to t- try and uh, knock this guy at least unconscious <laughs> so we can get out of this area. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to try uh, knocking him on the back of his head with a spoon. Yep. 21 to hit for 9. Hey. That definitely hits. Yeah. <laughs> yep, one smack with the wooden spoon absolutely definitely hits. And now that I know that I can do an extra attack, I'm going to do another one. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh. 26 to hit. Wait, wait what's right. happening? How do you... The f- how do how do you either kill or knock him unconscious? Ooh. It's your choice. Um, kill. I, I think she would still like continuously hit on the back of the neck because she already found that spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> that's probably where she she hits again. And like, if he dies, then she probably hears a little uh, crack. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. No, I'm, I'm only sorry yeah. because there were uh, there was a taboo at first. But now we just ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right as long as there's no like real gore yeah. above like the the thing. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, like punching someone, slapping someone, go right ahead. Just like, I think I think she was attacking cuts, him please. from the back, and Notch was standing in front. So as the guy goes down, she's like, "You said what about my spoon?" <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the guy collapses to the ground. Um, the cloud that had um, created itself around him in a 20-foot um, sphere, um, that just whew, completely clears. It's just like maybe half a second and then it's, it dissipates into the air. <laughs> Tari's turn, I take a deep breath because the, uh, the, the area is clear again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Uh, worse than before, but not as bad as before your healing. Oh, great. Alex? <laughs> Thank you for healing. Yes, I'm doing. I am doing very, very okay. Yeah. Oh. Take your shield. I, uh, give me that back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I think. All right. Tari is definitely gonna take that uh, uh, knife or whatever the fuck he had <laughs> from his hip. Yeah, he just had a short sword. Yeah. It, it's nothing impressive yeah, beyond just, that. She's it's just gonna a take it. Basic short sword. Um, yep, absolutely. Can add that to your inventory. Yeah. Sellable. Uh, what is it? Uh, sh- just a short sword? Yeah. Search the body. See if there's anything useful we can have. I don't care if it's even money. 
Uh, you, uh, I'll tell you what, um, Notch, since you suggested uh, looting it, uh, can you roll a perception check for me, please? <laughs> I don't even see he's wearing shoes. <laughs> is, on where, that exclamation, anyone... Either one of you can roll a perception check or an Well, I'm already taking check. the knife, the short sword, so... Okay. Uh, Tari, you do check. Uh, oh, yeah, I find a hidden pocket with my 23. <laughs> <laughs> you have to look from the back. Um, Why would he carry it in the front? It would just encompass him. <laughs> I'm all claws here, lady. <laughs> I have claws, too, and she just chose them to do. <laughs> we are not that different. Just because oh, I have short fur and you God. have long fur... <laughs> That's literally the only Fair. difference between us. Fair enough. Um, okay, you find that he is wearing that the kind of like the leather hidey armor that he's wearing that has the the dragons engraved on it um, is a armor of oh my god, where is it? Uh, he's wearing an, a leather armor of necrotic resistance. Ooh, ooh. Who wants it? Uh, I don't think I can wear that as a monk, yeah, right? Uh, no, I cannot wear any kind of fancy armor. I I am better off without it, actually. Um, I know I got um, what are those things called? Um, gaunt? No, uh, braces. Braces. Yeah, braces from when we were in the town just before the dragons attacked. Um, mm-hmm. are there the equivalent for the legs? Maybe that I can get no at that point that would like really okay too much rolling down the actually wearing armor Mm -hmm. yeah like braces i don't really give enough of a shit about but like i think if you start adding more and more pieces to it you you would lose your unarmored i'll tell you what though can we still grab um, it and pack it up yes 100 percent um i'll tell you what though i will say that if alex wants to have braces of um necrotic resistance i'd say you could wear those without impeding your uh uh, your unarmored defense, if you want. Sure, I'll take the bracers of of necrotic resistance. How much necrotic resistance do I get from my new bracers? It's just resistance. So it's if you take necrotic damage, it's halved. Cool. I will. That's right. That is how that works. I'm gonna put that in. Yeah. My... So I'm not gonna add anything to your armor class. It's just that you have that effect from your bracers. I'm gonna put it in. My it notes. is. Yep. It is an attuned item. So you have to use one of your slots to do that. I don't think you have any other attuned items. So I think you're fine. <laughs> Um, Alex, you get to have the trophy from this. There you go. (laughs) Mr. Wayland, um, some magical items require attunement, so you basically have to have it on your person for an hour before any of those things activate. You have to make like a a bond with them, and you can only have three of those at any time. Got it. So that's one that Alex has now. Yes, correct. Um, Got it. But now I I got my shield back. You do have your shield back. Um, Yeah. You have your shield back, which is... And that's my channeling set. item. Correct. Um, your connection with your, 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 with your faith and your belief in the dragons is enough that you didn't really need to have it around, but it's good to have it. It's good to have it here. It's yours. Um, because otherwise you'd be a useless paladin and I can't deal with that. Um. <laughs> hey, I know some paladins who don't have our uh, shields. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're, you're your own god. You don't need one. <laughs> you have a flying shield. Pandas okay, Captain that America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Does he have nothing like um, healing potion or anything in his 
uh, inventory backpack. Uh, yes, he has like one basic healing potion in his bag. Um, <sighs> he's got about six days of rations. Uh, he has 12 gold and eight silver. I'll take the money. <laughs> <laughs> We're splitting it even. Oh, we're splitting it? <laughs> yeah. Four gold and um, how many silver did you say? Eight. How do we split that four ways? Mm. <laughs> Three ways. What's a gold to silver ratio in cost? <laughs> oh my god. Fine. Nine. You have nine silver. <laughs> okay, four gold. You were like, oh, there's going to be another silver in here somewhere. Look in the bottom. There it is. <laughs> Under his shoe or something. <laughs> Keeps an emergency right. silver in the bottom four, of his shoe. Four for you, four for you, and four for you. <laughs> yeah. And three um, silver. You also. Tauri, as you're looking through um, his person, you also find a a small onyx pin, Ooh. and it's just round. Yeah. Ooh, what did what's we, that thing? What did we do with the one that we got from Durek? Dur whatever the fuck his name was, the 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 UNT guy. Don't remember. I think Graf or Ivaris has it. Uh, because I do remember Tauri saw it and. Uh, Mm -hmm. I guess she will pick it up and um, be like, uh, I saw someone who picked something up like this up. Maybe this seemed important to them. Maybe they know what to do with this. Uh, you hold on to it. I, I don't trust that thing. As soon as you pick it up, you have that like kind of feeling in your hand like this is clearly magic. You don't know what kind unless you want to roll an arcana and it'll be really difficult, but you can give it a shot. Nah, Tori would, knows nothing about magics. Great, perfect. Go ahead, put it in your bag. <laughs> I don't trust that thing. Uh, <laughs> a healing potion, you said. Yes, one healing potion. One standard healing potion. Yeah, that's what you find on his body. Um, the runes that he uh, clearly are indicators of his magic, they just go, the light goes from them. Um, and they're just kind of left with what looks like really ugly scars. Now that I'm He's holding my dead. shield, does it react in any way? Um, yeah, as you take a moment to like breathe and let it reaccustom itself to you, the shield itself just begins to glow. All three of the dragon heads begin to glow. You see their eyes become very, very bright, and then they settle back down. You have definitely reconnected with it. Now that we have the shield, we can find the eggs. <laughs> oh, that thing will indicate it's show us where the eggs are it was blessed it's our beacon that's why we needed it and i think that's where maybe this guy was going as uh, as you notice like notch turn and move and like gesture when his arm is in a certain position you see that the 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 dragon's eyes begin to glow much much brighter but when he's facing a different direction they just kind of fizzle out <laughs> we have our compass when you said they settled back down, I was imagining this thing from the never ending story where the snake heads lifted from the book, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait until you have it really bright and you're looking at a mountain and you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we doing? Well, I guess following your compass, that's what you got it for, right? To get to the eggs. All right. This is a. All in one, Alex. I am ready. I am ready to find the eggs. 
All right. March on. Okay. Marching on. Are uh, you... Before we go, I pull the body into the bushes and hide it. (laughs) (laughs) Cover it with foliage. Sure. Make Cover a, our tracks. Make a hide the body f- uh, check. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know what that would be. Yes, you hide the body. It's fine. <laughs> I think I need to make a check for a that. Deception like, check. Would you? Actually, no. I do need you to make a check. Um, Animal handling. Acrobatics. <laughs> animal handling. <laughs> but he's he's not a. But you're in a. Oh. Well. Yeah, I know. We are the animal people, and that is a human for us. That is an animal. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Would it be deception? No. Uh, argue. Uh, choose. Choose a skill, and tell me why it's that skill. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, stealth. Because mm-hmm. it's about covering your tracks so people cannot find you. So that when Absolutely. you stay lost, you're lost. Can I I am one hundred percent on board for that. Go for it. Yes. Yeah, I, I, um so I'm gathering foliage roll... up and I'm gonna help him uh put it on the on the uh corpse. Yep. Okay. Um in that case, um Mr. Wayland, you can roll at advantage on stealth, so you can roll twice and take the highest result. Do you have like disadvantage? <laughs> I got the same thing uh, twice. It's, it's because of the armor. Oh, okay. Yep. So what we all do then is we look at them and see, um, highlight the 13, 12, the first 12. We look at the numbers in the brackets. One is a nine and one is an 18. Because you're at advantage for this, we'll take the 18. 18 plus three is 21. So ah. between the three of you... You very expertly, maybe expertly, maybe you accomplish it. Maybe this is just a, just a, a first time lucky. Um, you managed to hide this body really well. Like, no one's going to find this unless they're tracking his corpse um, or they're doing magic to find his body. Um, you have very effectively hidden him from everyone. It's almost like you two have done this before. <laughs> I, well, not to a person, but to animals, definitely. Mad. When I was on the hunt and we we were tracking several like a herd of creatures. Alex, have you ever dissolved a whole human body? <laughs> I don't think you could. I'm not. I am not acidic. I do not. I do not really dissolve things. I mean, the food dissolves eventually, <laughs> or like the the it, the nutrients disperse. But I've never kept an entire human in me long enough to see if the nutrients disperse. Well, you say food, but is it like, how do you quantify food? Like, is that food? I feel like, technically, I think anything could be food, really, as long as it has some form of nutrients in it. As long as as you're brave enough. These are the conversations we have while we're walking. (laughs) I feel like you talking. But I don't, I've never, I, I can't like just put someone into my body and like dissolve them like easily. I mean, I guess. Theoretically, if we found somebody mm. that we wanted to try to dissolve them for nutrients, you could put them inside of me. But I, I'm not. I, they might be able to escape eventually. So if they were like a dead body, but then people will see me walking around with a dead body inside of me. So we would have oh. to have like a place that I could stay for a long period of time and a long period of time to enact this experiment. I'm not opposed right. as long as it's not like. A living person, and okay, all right. You know, as long as I mean, 
I've never tried. <laughs> so I don't know. But I can put people inside of me without dissolving them. I, I've done, I I do that to hold people sometimes. I did it to bring Fizz to the um, to the bar. You carry him. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, because now, it's easy. Now, here, this is another re- weird one, but, you know, I'm, I'm learning about you. Sure. Do you leave anything behind afterwards? Well, sometimes uh, little bits of me drop off, but they generally tend to come back. So you just gain in mass, like, you know, uh, we, I, I don't know about Tari, but we, you know, we animals have some leavings. Do, uh, do you have the same? No, not really. So you don't poop. That's what I'm asking. No, I don't poop. <laughs> I don't okay. have poop. All right. I, I have Tari, I, Tari, could you please, for the love of everything early, could you, could you make a perception check for me? I, I could try if it would make you more comfortable. Yeah, I think Tori is like walking in front, like I would, ahead of them, I guess, until until um, Notch indicates that the, the, the shield is saying something else. <laughs> She's not part of this yeah, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and she rolled an 18. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, okay. You do one roll, see how they're doing. Y'all were walk for what feels like an entire day because you do um it's kind of getting dark when you tarry spot off in the distance um you see where the the trees begin to like mostly flat is where you've been walking here in the humming forest but you notice that there's definitely an incline and as you get a good break through the tree canopy you can see that there is a mountain and that is almost exactly where your um the the shield of notches is is kind of directing you towards as you begin making your way in that direction you notice you notice kind of like a bright white-ish mass and it is huge gargantuan even um and as you kind of like see it and you see the sun like as it's setting hit it in that right angle you notice that there are little little splotches here and there of red and green you can probably deduce what this is dragon tail <laughs> but you don't recognize it for as far as you are but uh would i recognize like features in this mass um or is it like a blob as you- <laughs> It's it's kind of like you see a giant blob of like white something that is so big that some of the trees have fallen down around it, and you see these tiny little blobs on this white mass of red and green and blue. Um, as you is it the size get, of a dragon or bigger? It's it's definitely the size of a dragon. Uh, is it hundred percent? Uh, Daruk. Like uh, I, I mean, as you yeah, him. as you begin to like get a little yeah. bit closer and your eyes get used to what you're seeing, you definitely see that that is a wing. Um, you definitely see that that those are scales. Um, it's ahead of you. It's definitely in like that path towards where you're you think you're heading, but they aren't moving. Oh, that's <sighs> the rook. Uh, she she halts and uh, lets the others ca- catch up and then points it out to them. Look over there. I think that's the rook. I recognize the scales. That's the one I've met in the in the forge. It is a dragon. Bless my eyes. We have been the first. (laughs) Uh, Wait, does something feel off to you, Alex? 
I do not it's, know. I feel like it's not moving. Oh no. Should we rush there or should we approach it a little bit more careful? I've slept. I could do a divine sense. See if something's really wrong. You can absolutely do that. <sighs> See, this is difficult because I tend not to run with alignments in the game with the exception of Kells and Dejan because they're fucking assholes. Um... I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> <laughs> There's no real evil, uh, and uh, regardless of what the dragon... Yeah, I, I don't have good and yeah. evil. Yeah, a character's supposed to have those, but I don't because I think things are way more complicated than that, um, with the exception of the actual big, bad, evil people, because that's what they are. Um, you don't get a sense of any... Ill intent? Yeah, you don't get any ill intent, but there is definitely a darkness there. Um, a, a darkness born of anger and frustration. Um, it's not a celestial, it's not a fiend, there's no one dead around. Um, you don't sense anything like that, but you do sense that this, that Daruk, um, the, the dragon in front of you, is basically at the end of their life. <clears throat> I have a healing potion. Come, hurry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's not gonna work. It's a dragon. <laughs> Rub it under boobos. <laughs> I'm out of healing, everyone. I have nothing left. <clears throat> I used everything I had on you. And, and why? Well, me. let's get over there. Let's see what. <laughs> let's see how uh, how the dragon is. I think he was. Oh, I I, rem- uh, v, I remember that Ivers had a vision about the dragons fighting Kells and I think yep Kells injured them maybe question yes. mark uh, both dragons were like really badly injured yeah. like very badly injured yeah I, 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 so I'm, I'm gonna relay that to the companions I had a, a companion that um, that could uh, that saw a vision that this dragon was badly injured by Kells it might be that um, the dragon fl- flew all the way uh, over here to um, regain its itself, and like I guess they're rushing towards uh, Daruk yep. at this point. I'm just walking and talking. Um, yeah, as as you rush towards them, um, yeah, like you can tell that as you get closer and closer, that that kind of like uh, the ground itself is just no, it's frozen. It wouldn't do that. Um, I have a better idea. As you rush towards, um, his head is on the other side from you, so you can see the wings. You can see the wings have ginormous holes that have been ripped into them, and there's clearly obvious uh, damage of like a necrotic kind of uh, feel to it. Um, you can see they're all kind of burned and twisted. There's a, like an entire portion of it missing in one case. Um, he's clearly suffered a lot. Um, he, he's taken a lot of damage. Knights of Daraso. No. It's fallen. Come. What? What? What can you do? I have nothing left. I, I, I do not have the ability to heal. Neither do I. Uh, do we? Are we like around the dragon yet that we can see its head? Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Like yeah. as you rush around, like fuck self. <laughs> as you rush around to the front and you see uh, the dragon's head, um, you can see that there is. Is there anyone in the area? Other, other than the dragon, like is he alone? Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's alone. Okay. Um, okay. You you can tell that there is like his his like chest area is clearly 
beaten and bloody and it's just an absolute mess. You can tell that like one of his hands, sorry, one of his paws is completely missing. Um, and he seems to be doing like really shallow breaths. Um, that's that's all there is to it. Um, I think Tari's going to see if he's conscious and like if, if his eyes look like they are um, sentient or like perceptive. Is, mm-hmm. is he... Is he actually awake or is he sleeping? Or like his eyes um, His eyes are closed. Um, but as you, the three of you walk around... Yeah, yeah Tari is definitely going to call out to him, Daruk! Daruk! Uh, you see his eyes very slowly open. Um, and he does kind of like begin to focus on you. They're like really bloodshot at this point. Are you... Uh, you're... I, how, how did this happen? I'm kneeling before the dragon in reverence. <laughs> Me also. <laughs> no. You see. Tari is definitely getting his, close uh, like to his, his eye. <laughs> <laughs> Tari's like, fuck this. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Tari is a mom, um, not, uh, not part of any orders. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see his eyes open and, and he, he blinks a few times and he see his eyes resting on um, Notch and on Alex and he looks back at you. And you see a very quick transformation in his body. Um, he changes from that of a large, sorry, a gigantic white dragon. And you see him suddenly shrink down into a more humanoid form. You see him laying on the ground as a drow. And you can see that he is beaten and bloody. Uh, you can see that his hands and his feet are a mess. And he's wearing this kind of like, what looks like should be a really nice crisp white suit with like red and green accents. It's just a mess. Um, does it look like the the, the um, injuries he had as a dragon are like the exact same in his humanoid form? It, yeah, they're they're very yeah. similar. Um, yeah, they're very very similar. Um, I'm I'm gonna offer him the the potion, even though I know it's not gonna do anything. But I'm I am gonna offer it to him. <laughs> Here, drink this. Maybe you maybe it will do something. That's all I have. Bless um, the potion first. I don't have a blessing <laughs> skill. Do you have? Can you bless this? I can. He he shakes his head as soon as you like go to offer him the potion. As soon as you go to bless, um, he he shakes his head. Can I have Notch and Alex roll a history check for me, please? Eleven. Ooh. Ho! Ooh. Ho! That's a nat twenty. Whew. For a 25, um, Alex, despite the fact that you have a seasoned <laughs> dragon knight with you, you know more about this than he. Um, you know that the basic healing spells and the basic healing potions that are created for um, for sentient folks like yourselves, they do not work on dragons. They have such a different anatomy and magic to their entire being. This does nothing to them. For them, it's like drinking a cup of tea. Might make them feel okay, but actually does nothing. Um. So I would not waste... I I don't want to say waste because dragons are sacred, but it they, this will not work for... The dragon, because our our phys- physiology is is very different. It might make me feel better that I'm doing something yeah. at least. Um, I think Tori is tr- like is is um Daruk like laying on the ground basically, or is he standing? Yeah, he's laying like he can't stand. There's no uh, way. I think yeah, Tori is definitely going to help him up, uh, sit upright, so she's gonna uh, support his back. Yeah. 
you feel that he appreciates and he definitely recognizes you. Um, and he kind of like rests his head back on onto you. Um, and he kind of like puts his uh, one of his like the hand that isn't injured. He puts that out towards Alex and towards Notch. He puts his hand palm up. What would you have us do? He had, with his hand out, he closes his hand and then opens it again and looks at the pair of you. It's obvious that he can't speak. I reach out my paw and put it on his. Come on, Alex. Uh, I I walk over and I put my hand to the back of his hand, I guess. <laughs> or you know, no, I just I just moved my hand around both of their hands. <laughs> um, as he does oh, that. Oh, that feels weird. <laughs> Um, as he does that you see a white, red and green flash in his eyes kind of all at the same time all at once and as the pair of you are looking at him and holding his hand you both have this sudden vision you see no you both would recognize well you would recognize or know or be able to deduce Um, you see a black dragon and a kind of dusky pink dragon and they are talking and arguing. You can tell that behind where the black dragon is, you can see this clutch of eggs deep inside a mountain. It's surrounded by everything that will be needed. You also see off to one side of that, you see this small bush with these kind of golden... Yeah, with these kind of like golden fruits that hang off them, probably no bigger than a chestnut Um I don't know what you guys call them. That's what we call them. Um, hanging on this bush. And you can see that the black dragon and the dusky pink dragon, they're arguing. They come to blows. It's furious and vicious. And you can tell that you are watching this from a distance as if you're hiding. You see both dragons fight to the death. You see the black dragon fall to the ground. And you see the pink dragon You can tell the wounds that he has are mortal. They're fatal. He drags himself near where the eggs are and you see tears flowing from his eyes as he gently puts a hand on each of the eggs. There's probably a dozen of them at this point and he looks genuinely sad. And you know, because whoever is watching this knows, that these are his eggs. They're his. He pulls back As he pulls back, he breathes a line of fire that completely cuts and shuts off this side where all the eggs and where this bush is. And as the flames flicker upwards and hit the ceiling, they freeze, creating a very thick wall of ice. And then you see the pink dragon just collapse to the ground and breathe his last. The vision keeps moving stepping over the corpse of the pink dragon, walking further, stepping over the corpse of the black dragon and continuing to walk out until they're outside. They turn and as they look up, you see this, what looks like dragon's teeth and a moor being carved literally into the side of the mountain. And then with a blink, the vision is gone. As Dirk shakes free your hands, he points in a direction. 
and then his hand falls and his eyes close. Well, that really was the last dragon. Sort of. It seems like his eggs are... (sighs) How many did you see, Alex? Uh, I already forgot the number. That was about about a a dozen, dozen, right? A dozen. (laughs) You saw eggs? Yes. In the mountain. And uh, even though Daruk pointed the mountain, I don't know he knew that we knew the way. At least we have the beacon. But we have a way there. And we know our orders. We're to continue what they're doing. Protecting them. We have to go protect the eggs. Yes. And there was a bush with fruit on it that was gold. What what was that, Alex? You're the one, apparently you know a lot about this from your order. All three of you can make a history check. And Tauri, you can make a history check. At can't, I can't use Alex's previous history check. <laughs> How do I justify this? Because I saw nothing. I did not see the vision, did I? No, but they just I described can describe a it to you. certain setup. <laughs> Dirty 20. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, well, Alex got a 20. I got a 16. Dirty. Alex. Sorry. Natural, natural, natural 20, right? Nope, that's a filthy 20. It's a filthy, um, dirty, disgusting 20. <laughs> it's enough. Um, there is a folk tale that exists in the world. And the folk tale is about the origin of dragons. The folk tale is that there is a tree... And that the tree's leaves were wishes. And that once upon a time, way back when, a young boy wished on one of these leaves and dragons were created. Now, that's not truly the story. But with the information and the knowledge that you'd have from the Darai Soul, you know that dragon eggs often can't hatch without mortal interference. And it's often something to do with a plant but you're not sure what, because nothing is ever that specific. Um. So there was a tree, and the tree is how is it granted wishes, and so if it and the wishes became dragons, or at least that is the story. Um. But I do know that dragon eggs need uh, mortals' interference in order to hatch. So if we do not help, they will never hatch. And it has something to do with a plant, so maybe it has to do with this golden plant? I heard I mean, the first part of the story from a companion I traveled with, but uh, not the second part. So we use a tree on the eggs. I mean... Well, no. Like Don't that, use a tree on the eggs. Sir. Or the fruit. The fruit. Use the fruit on the <laughs> eggs. Also, it is, makes sense that your companion maybe did not know the second part, because the Darai soul, we, we have a lot of knowledge that the general populace does not have because we are very focused on dragons. And most of the general populace does not even believe that dragons exist anymore. That is true. I think in all my years, I've only met a single person before I met the two of you that actually believed in dragons. Or knew mm-hmm. about them. All right. We have our marching orders then, right? We should. I think we should bury this dragon, Daruk. I yeah. agree, we need to have... He's dead, right? I got that part right. Super dead. He didn't just fall unconscious and now we're burying him. <laughs> no, he's he's definitely okay. dead. <laughs> Is he wearing clothes? Yeah. You're not taking the clothes of this dragon. Are you kidding me? We 
we find them sacred. We can't loot him. <laughs> uh, the only thing that would be intact, I think, would be the tie and the pocket square. <laughs> if, we'll if leave them wanna... as is, as 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 they lay. I guess we'll start digging. Uh, I, I think the uh, the ground is too frozen, and I think we're are we already up a mountain? Yeah, it's like you're partially on an incline. Um, and yeah, the ground is quite frozen. The snow is beginning to fall. It's not heavy, but it's there. I don't think we can make a a, a grave here. Maybe we can give him a stone burial instead. A st- that is, a, I think, that is a very good idea. We do a stone burial, and we will leave. Or we can return the dragon to fire. It is. That is also a good idea, and that will keep us it warm is their as way. well. Practical. Yes, uh, traditionally burning dragons is what you would have done, but it's not always done. Like if there is no one there, they are left where they lay. But if you're there, it's often traditional to burn them. Yes, I'm. I'm having second thoughts because uh, I know that he used fire, like he was compelled to use fire the entire time, and I'm not sure how he feels about have like being burned <laughs> in the afterlife. Uh, <laughs> I have concerns. It is a very good idea because, first of all, we do not want it. As much as I hate to say this, the yes, we don't want people to find the body. I understand. No, it's and not, try and resurrect. It's not just that. It is also it is that we do not want you the wrong people getting their hands on a dead dragon. Not just for resurrection, but also, I and I hate to say this, but parts. Mm-hmm. Fire it is. So I guess we're gonna start collecting fallen trees and branches and make a little pyre for him. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say that y'all can absolutely do that. It takes a little bit longer than you'd necessarily want because everything's frozen and wet um, and the snow is beginning to fall a little bit. But yeah, you, you can definitely make a, a pyre for him. Um, yeah, you can absolutely and, do that. And then we should time. take a short or long rest. <laughs> I think we should, yeah, we should definitely hold like a vi- vigil? Night? A vigil. Yeah, yeah, a vigil, yeah. Yep. Um, y'all can absolutely do that. Um, you can set up the pyre. You can reverently place his body upon that um, and make sure that there is nothing for anyone to use or reanimate. Fuck. Um, <laughs> can I can I can I do something a little odd to my yes, shield? Of course. Um, I don't want to write lore, but this might be kind of cool. Go for it. Um, after we burn the body, we notice on my shield there's the symbol of a fourth smaller dragon now on the side. Yep, hundred percent. Absolutely, you can do that. Um, so unless I say that's not a thing, feel free to just make stuff up. Totally okay. I'll either okay. be able to deal with it, and if I can't, I'll let you know. Um, that's how Dragon Tree Wishes came about. So, look at. <laughs> and then we all and oh, and I reach into my pack and I pull out a thing of I pull out a package of sushi. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> you can have you can have gotten sushi. No, I'm um, joking. Kino is well known for sushi. I we did get food from the yeah. magic guy six that we rations. killed, so <laughs> I just, it's six sushi so we, rations. Sushi should we all eat a ration? We got sushi rations. All rations in Kino are sushi rations. Yeah. No. <laughs> We're definitely making uh, uh, um, 
uh, a vigil and the other thing when you eat something in the honor of the person. I don't know what the fuck that's called. Have your feast in honor of the person. Yeah. yeah. A feast. Yeah, a feast wake, I guess, probably the best to encompass all of the above. You can absolutely Also, I'm going to throw out another lore thing. Is that cool? Sure. Can I have a moment with Alex? You may. <laughs> Alex. Yes. Look at your staff. Uh, my, here is my staff. Looks like you were given a gift as much as I. There is another dragon on my shield. I'm now protected by four. And looks like you were gifted the same. Oh, I like that idea. It's just like there's a little dragon uh, carved in now in the middle of the staff. So the dragons always exist. And now they're with us. And we'll carry them to the end of this. And they'll see those eggs become born. And we will protect them. And we will help save the dragons. And they will help save us. Yep. As long as the bunny doesn't get them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, you haven't seen. Yeah. <laughs> yes, where, where is the bunny? He's not been around. Uh, I don't know. Um, he He's usually about. Sometimes in my shadow, sometimes further away, but he's never far. Yeah, um, it's kind of as you're looking around for him, like you do see him in the shadows. Um, he seems to be here, there, and everywhere. It doesn't matter where you look, you'll see him momentarily. He's a gummy bear. <laughs> and then again, you don't see him again. Um, he's around for sure, and he's made his presence known, but he's not being in with you guys. Okay. I would like... One of you to make a perception check for me, please. I do not mind who. I have a plus two. Anybody else have better? Yeah, I think oh, gee, while please. you please, <laughs> let, let me do that while you two are uh, talking. I think Tari is always like perceptive of uh, her surroundings. Yeah, true. Twenty-four. Oh, damn! Um, on a twenty-four, as... flick. What does she hear? <laughs> uh oh. Um as your ear flicks as the over the the crackling of the flames um of the talking of your companions you hear cracking of branches that are out of place. It's it's kind of like stepping on a branch and someone's like oh shit they step back and they step on another branch. You kind of you you get that sense that there is clearly someone else they're not close close by but they are close enough uh, she's definitely she's um not jumping up but definitely like rapidly standing up looking around get up there's someone there's someone around us in the forest and she's looking around <sighs> um i come up with my shield and take my shotel fire hanger out can i locate the rough direction <laughs> Um, yeah, it's back in the direction that you were coming from. Um, like it's it's back along that path, not necessarily the route that you were traveling, but back in that direction. Oh, from from there, I heard footsteps cracking in in the underbrush. There's someone. It's heavier than a animal. It must be a person. Bipedal, I would assume. You hear like. There, like again, I'm gonna let you ride the 24. You hear like this very like shuffling sound. They they seem to be like heading your direction, and then they stop, and they stay still for the longest amount of time. Um, can I 
use shadow step and teleport to the person <laughs> to, like, in the direction of the... Yes, yes, I think this is the first time you've done this, so yes. <laughs> no, I've used it before, but definitely not in this capacity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely you can. You can, like, yeah. zip to, to like, it's in darkness. You can zip to any shadow you want, any place. I, I want to try to get behind the person so they cannot see me for, from where they're standing. Yeah. That they, they do not uh, notice me. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Um, I think you need a, a key point to do that, I think. I don't know. Let's check. No, you can just do it. Um, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, yeah, it takes a couple of, let's say, jumps to do this. And every time you like, oh, I'm going to go over there, your entire body feels... No. As you kind of move from one place to the other, suddenly everything around you turns this weird sepia color and you move very, very quickly and then you poof, straight back out where you are. And then it seems to happen again with your second, third, and fourth jumps. What you see standing in front of you, just like they are being very stock still. They're trying not to move. They realize what ahead of them is probably too dangerous, but they they clearly are just trying to turn and they're making the decision to walk around your group. Um, you see this creature, which is maybe three and a half, four feet at the most, Um you see that they have like long ears that, that flow back and you can see that they're holding this like bundle of supplies. Um, they have a, uh, supplies on their back, but they also have supplies that they're holding. And you can see that they are probably youngish. Um, and yeah, they, they're holding this like bundle of supplies and they're just like, I'm going to sneak around over here. Uh, when, when I see them, uh, they are very small. Uh, is that like a goblin or... I guess halfling small because we saw halflings at the UNT forge. Um, they're slightly taller than than goblins and halflings and gnomes, but they're definitely not like what we would think uh, um, dwarves to be high. Like they are just slightly taller than your average goblin, I guess. I think Tauri is gonna step sl silently step up to them and uh, put the spoon on their shoulder yeah! and say. Uh, Who are you and what do you want here? Uh, uh, hi, I need to go to the patron named Dragonham. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, finally. Wait, what was that? <laughs> the patron names. We have like this uh, thing um, where we, need, oh, we use okay. patron names. And we're trying to get through the list. We have like 150 <laughs> submissions at this point. I'm Kimball. And what do you want here? What is your purpose here? I want to go home. <laughs> Where's your home? Uh, and you see that they're trying to point despite the fact that their arms are completely filled with supplies. Um, and they point in a direction probably a little further, maybe roughly in the direction that you know the dragon eggs are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> why are you, why did you come here? Like I'm trying to get home. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna say walk into the light and I'm um, basically gonna push her on with a spoon <laughs> please don't kill me <laughs> I'm not going to kill you if you're um, not going to fight back please take that club off of my neck 
the pair of you, Alex and Notch, <laughs> you can see this small creature making its way uh, out of the bushes some distance off. You two would recognize this as a kobold. Um, they're kind of like wearing these dark robes and they're holding like these like big bundle of supplies. Oh, they look um, like a tiny dragon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kobold is kind of basically a tiny dragon and they work for and help out dragons. It's, it's I, something they like to do. I think I found a dragon. <laughs> I'm not a dragon. That's only that's only uh technically sort of one. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kimball. Nice to meet you. Please How's don't kill going, me. How's it going, Kimball? <laughs> uh, we have no intention. Alex, okay. On their way over, uh, shifted from Tabaxi look back to Dragonborn look. When they oh, saw nice. it was a, uh, a a kobold. Yep. So. Ha, hi. Ha, hello. What? How old are you, Kimball? Uh, I'm I'm fourteen. <laughs> also, by the way, uh, just to make that creature more comfortable, like uh, Tori is removing the spoon and stepping around, so she's not oh, okay. anymore. <laughs> Um, as soon as you do that, she stands stock still, but she's like, she's trembling. She's not moving any closer forward now. You're not making her walk. But like, she's, she's, she's just not retreating. Where are you going, Kimball? Home. Where's home? Uh, again, like with an arm full of that, they kind of gesture in the direction of where you know the eggs are going to be. Hmm. The mountain, huh? Yeah. How many are with you there? Um, there's there's fifty of us, and we're all very well armed, and and there's lots of traps, and they're gonna beat you up. <laughs> Kimball, are you telling us the truth? Yes. <laughs> you tell us the Ta- truth. Tari is gonna step up to her and get on eye level to her and put a, sh- a hand on her shoulder and be like. It's all right. We're not going to do anything to you or your family, I suppose. I'm going to use my charisma because it's very high <laughs> to try and get Kimball to be calm and um, trust me. In that case, I need a persuasion check. Here's a tip for you. Get on eye level. You are a very tall guy and this is a very small person. Trust me, I have kids. I know what I'm talking about. I've done that. <laughs> persuasion 21. Uh, you notice that they, like, as you kind of, like, drop down to eye level and you put your weapon away, right? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, you notice that they, they physically begin to relax a lot more. They, they take in Alex's presence uh, as a dragonborn, which they seem to just freely accept. Um, and and uh, Kimball, she says, um, It's, um, I'm not supposed to let you... In where I live. You see this shield, Kimball? She knows. You see those dragons? Yeah. We're on the good side here. We're only here to help. But... And see how this shield points to home? But other... The dragons want us to go there. Other people with... With dragon artifacts, they... They came... They said they were good people, but they weren't... They wanted to take the eggs for themselves. But Kimball, when do you know that there was a dragon here just a f- earlier today? 
Are you she shakes her head. And uh, Tari is going to point at the pyre and says, there was... Daruk was here. Do you know Daruk? She shakes her head. Do you... Have you heard of the white dragon with the red and green spots, scales? She, you know she that nods. One? Like, she tips her head and nods like... I think I remember Papa talking about a dragon like that many, many years ago. He he unfortunately did not make it and he was here just earlier today. We gave him a proper burial so no one could use his body that's, for evil deeds. That's good. The other people that came with the dragon artifacts, they... They took the skeleton of one. They took the skeleton of a dragon? She nods. And and I hid. Papa told me to hid. And they took the dragon and they made it fly again. Mm. That's not good. We are having a problem now. Because we need to... We need... Okay. First priority... Help the babies be born. Second priority. Check. Stop the lich dragon. It's not a check lich. Two. Well, it's undead. Sorry, you are it's right. being controlled by someone. Well, probably by a lich. She, there was a gnome, and she was very scary, and she had lots of undead things with her. You know, I saw Kels? somebody raising undead. She, uh, Kimball nods at the name Kells. That's what they called her. Great. Well, spoiler alert, we're not on their side. Yeah, the uh, Daruk was actually trying to kill Kals. That is how he got so severely injured that he died. Oh. But he didn't manage it, did he? No. No, he did not manage, as far as I know. No. But okay. he imparted us. To carry on his legacy. Can I take the, the hands of Kimball and see if any feeling resonates from the dragon? Uh, uh Yeah, you can you can like reach out and take her hands. Like she's not letting go of the bundle. If she does like move her hand too much, the whole thing is gonna fall on the ground. Um you feel from from your shields, um, there's genuinely only good vibes here. There is no, like, this kid is trying to con you. <laughs> um, there's nothing like that. <laughs> but there's no, like, this is my champion kobold. Free her from her bed. <laughs> like, there's nothing like that. It's just like, yeah, this is this is fine. No, I. what my intention is to transfer trust from our side of the dragons into Kimball to trust us. I'm trying to go the opposite way. Ah, okay, okay. Um, Whatever blessing we were given to give a little to Kimball to 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 take us the rest of the way in this journey because there's a lot of traps along the way so we having a guide would help us. Yes, um, you feel like as you reach out and you reach out to your dragons for help, you feel the energy flow through your arm and into her hands and you feel her hands suddenly close around yours very tightly and she looks at you with like big wide eyes that's the dragons do you feel them she nods 
They are still with us. We are not the bad people. No. I mean, we got a sinister bunny, but we're on the good. <laughs> you have a bunny? Yeah. Yes, but I don't think you want to meet him right now. Oh. Um. He's a little bit scary. Uh, Let's forget I... we brought up the bunny. <laughs> and why would you bring him up? <laughs> I was trying to lighten the mood. Are you, are you three dragon knights? The two of them are, I think. Well, Alex here isn't training. I'm a dragon companion. Dragon squire. <laughs> but see our, see our pieces here. She notes. Blessed by the dragons themselves. Do you want to hold it? Um, she kind of like lifts up the bundle of supplies <laughs> to try and like trade with you, but she pulls them back and she says, I, I think if you're coming home with me, then there's time for that later. Cool. Can All right. Would it be okay if I stayed at your fire? Of course. Okay. I mean, yes. We are, we're having a wake for uh, Doruk. You can. And you brought the feast. <laughs> she looks suddenly very worried. <laughs> I want to say what you can do that thing that like where you say last words, I guess, or something like just yeah. last rites. prayers. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Just do last your last rites uh, in honor of Doruk if you want to. I, I would like that. I haven't. Apart from the one that the witch made fly again, I've never seen a dragon. Well, neither had we until today. <laughs> she walks over and she puts like the bundle of supplies and you can see her kind of like physically like, ah, um, she takes the backpack off um, and she kind of goes over and she drops a, she drops to her knees in a pose that both Alex and Notchwood um, recognize. Um, it's, definitely one of supplicants and she kind of like tips her head and she very quietly in a language that none of you understand just says something very short and very sweet and then she goes back to her supplies and pulls out a bedroll she's got the right idea we need a long rest it's um it's another day to get back to the cave but we should leave before the sun rises there are some people that are following me um, and we have a beacon right here. Are we going to be good till morning? <laughs> well, we go we're going to have to take watches because the beacon over here is very easy to find. It's why I stopped. I saw that there was a fire and I got a little bit worried. And then I saw that there were people at the fire and I got worried. Um, I, I'm Kimball. Who, who are you? Uh, Notch. I'm, I'm Tori. Tori Limaruk. I am Alex. You have children? Yes, two. Cool. I don't got anybody. Alex, have you split off and made anything you knew yet? No, <laughs> no. I mean, you left a little bit of a trail. Does that count? No, it has to be with intent. Okay. Just checking. Well, Crazy Cooper. Uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, she looks suddenly like really like 
not really sure what to do with herself. So she just decides to get into her bedroll and just roll over. <laughs> That's probably a good idea, Kimball. We should all uh, take leave. Who's got first watch? Uh, I guess Tari is going to take first watch. He's going to let the others sleep. That's fine. Yeah, I, ne- I uh, need that actually- long rest I keep telling you about. <laughs> actually, we, do- we haven't discussed this yet, but Alex, does Alex need sleep? Good point. We know you don't necessarily need to eat. Do you need sleep? No, Alex is like, I will take the first watch because I don't really, I mean, I I kind of shut off, but I don't really, It it's similar to elves. Can you, in when you shed parts of yourself, do you still have like a sentient connection to those parts? I can do that. Can you- I can, I can do that. Um, can you, like, can theory- you like throw yourself in all directions so that if someone steps on you, <laughs> you know? No, I cannot no, do that. I'm, I was thinking, can you for like leave some of parts of you like around us in a ring, like just in case something tries to sneak up on us, that you would be notified? Like not not notified, but like you wouldn't notice it. <laughs> uh, I. You've got intruders. I cannot. I unfortunately that is not an ability that uh, plus points have. <laughs> We're still learning. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I wish so, that would be very cool. Uh, I'm going to write to whoever made them in the UA and ask them to put that in. <laughs> Can they just have alarm as a spell? Um, yeah. Um, I'm not going to make any of you roll because nothing is approaching you of any ill intent or plot in the middle of the night. <laughs> hey, the plot nor foe arrives. <laughs> Yay, plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> I can reset my uh, my commands, right? Yep. So you can reset the amount of spell slots you have available. Uh, so you Key have points. them all back. You can get all of your hit points back. Your channel divinity is back, and your lay on hands is back. And key points. Uh, yes. And for you, the two of you with key points, you may return your key points. Huzzah! Ah, <laughs> so much better. <laughs> Before the sun even begins to peek over the horizon, um, Kimball wakes up with a start as she looks around and she begins to gather her things. Um, who is awake last? Who, who's, who has the last watch? Uh, Tari, most perceptive of all of us. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Kimball looks at you and she says, we should probably go. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Uh, like Tori is probably looking over the horizon and seeing that the sun is like about to set or uh, not set. Uh, rise. Yeah. Rise. Uh, or like it's coming up that we're getting a little bit of light. So uh, she starts uh, waking up the companions. Yep. Let me just check what day it is. Hang on. Uh, Monday. Nay. <laughs> 800th of Furious. 104. All right, nothing happens till that day. Okay, we're totally fine on the global time timeline. Um, All right, Kimball. We should Sorry. go um, this way. Uh, and like she again, like picks on like all the supplies on her back and she like bundles them in her arms and she begins to like very quietly and sneaky, like begin to like work her way towards the mountain. Um, she's taking a very very quiet route i guess she's being very careful not to tread on branches being very uh, stealthy and sneaky but there are places that she can go that you just cannot because you're so much bigger than her (laughs) so you are do you need a hand carrying anything um 
she looks down at the supplies in her arms as she looks back up at you and she says, if, if you wouldn't mind, they are very heavy. I have a carrying capacity of 210. That doesn't mean anything <laughs> to you, but I can help out. <laughs> Sounds like you can bench press a lot. <laughs> I could carry you carrying all that. Oh, um, I, I, don't, I don't think we should do that. I'm happy. Yeah, I didn't want to do it either. I just mentioned I could. Uh, okay. Not that I would. Okay. Just... Okay. okay. Um, I don't know you that well. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> she looks at the supplies, what you just said, and like... Okay. <laughs> like the bundle of supplies you can very easily put in your bag or whatever you can, it is you're carrying. Like You can just no let problem. her hold the shield in the meantime. <laughs> just as a little, you know, exchange. No. <laughs> I already gave it up once. I'm not going to let someone walk away with it. Well, she's not walking away. She's guiding us there. Well, if we lose her, I got the real guide right here. Oh, okay. She could run off. I mean, she's fourteen. I mean, Kids but you have the but you would have her supplies. Why would she run off without the supplies, and with a shield instead? Yeah, she already said she has a family to feed. Apparently, uh, why don't you give her all your armor and see how you like? It? Because <laughs> that's not going to be meaningful to her. She's did 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 you see that sparkle in her eye when you saw, when you showed her the shield yesterday? Yes, last night. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Against my better judgment, I'll let her carry it for 20 paces. <laughs> hey, kid. <laughs> you, you hand her the shield and she looks up at Tauri and smiles. <laughs> Tauri smiles that, back. Um, like this, the shield is like quite big compared to her, um, but she still manages to somehow juggle it in, in, her, in her arms. And you see that she runs her hands over the faces of the dragons, the four of them. Um, and uh, she smiles, and then she like very awkwardly tries to hand it back to you. Um, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got it. I got it. Thank you. Pretty cool, though, huh? Very. Do 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 they speak to you? Papa said that um, sometimes they would speak to dragon knights. They do. On occasion, I mean, I think maybe once or twice we've had, you know conversations, if that's what you want to call them. They're Moo doing most of the talking. That's, I do the most of the listening. That's strange, because if I know rightly, I think they're supposed to be dead, right? What is dead never really dies. It just goes somewhere else we aren't. Yeah. Papa said that most people go to Bellum and Cicero, and that I should go to Cicero, because I'm not a good fighter. Ah. Uh, wise. You could always get better. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think I'm ever going to be a good fighter. I, 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 I like building traps, and um, I have my that, duties that I have to do. Traps are just another form of fighting. So, I don't. Know. I don't, don't think cut yourself short. I don't think they will be useful in Bellum. I heard it's a very brutal place, and uh, traps don't do anything over there. It's either. Don't tell really... them that. I'm trying to give them confidence there, Tauri. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about uh, Cicero and Bellum, but I do believe that uh, Cicero is definitely the better place for this per this one. Oh, no doubt, but I'm just trying to give the kids some confidence. You know, just <laughs> play along. <laughs> I mean, just because you end up in Cicero doesn't mean you don't, you lack confidence. It just means you have different strengths. 
Are you you're still going? This poor kid. <laughs> Like she's, I'm gonna say she's a little distance ahead. <laughs> Alex, what do you think? You've been pretty quiet back there. I've just been thinking. I am. I'm huh? worried about this this skeletal dragon, um, because it feels to me like the most amount of blasphemy that you could do is bring a dragon back to life against its wishes. Yeah. So I've been. Which one do you think it is? Well, it's the pink one. I my fear is that it is zero. Yep. You see, if that... a darker dragon ever existed, <laughs> it would you, be you the see, resurrection um, of the darkest. You see, Kimball, like as you're talking about this, she turns around and she says, "It was a pink dragon." No. Oh, it's the pink one. The pink one. She nods. That is somehow it worse was... because. Ah. The pink one was not evil. Like, at least if it was zero, they, she is continuing to do the evil she did when she was alive. But this is even worse, because if the evil Kells has turned, has resurrected a good dragon and made them do evil, that is, like, 30 times worse, at least. R- remind remind me which color zero was? Black. 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 Oh, okay. Could, was that the one in your vision? We saw them both. It yep. was, and the pink one. But we don't know the pink one's name. Kimbo, do you, does your people, do they know the name of the pink one? Uh, I do. Let me check my list. Hang on. <laughs> Patreon list, go! <laughs> well, the thing is, it already has a name. I just need to find it. <laughs> so far, I know of six dragons. The pink one, I don't have on my list. How do you spell zero? With an S or is it like the number zero? No, with, zero. A, with the letter Z, because there is actually another dragon that is named zero with a C. That was the yellow dragon. Wait, there's two I called zero. There's a zero and there is zero. Zero and zero. Zero. Can someone zero. write those names somewhere in the chat? <laughs> yes. And oh, come, would you like to see God. a picture of them? <laughs> I'm very confused, yeah. And you know, the, the motto of the uh, yellow dragon oh. zero was zero miedo. <laughs> Why would you do that, V? Why would you call them the same name? I did a different. This letter. is not on me. This is entirely on Mr. Wayland. <laughs> There's all three dragons. Oh God! The three brothers. Maybe that's why I got confused earlier. The red dragon is Darrow. Attack. Jero is the uh, blue dragon of deception, mm-hmm. and Sero. Uh, <gasps> Healing health, the yellow dragon. To be fair, it is probably my fault because my accent is very thick. That zero and zero sound so much alike <laughs> when I when I say them. Yeah, I was like, what? Who did what now? <laughs> Someone with a, an accent that does not min- mingle Z's and C's should be saying their names instead of me, probably. <laughs> the, the name was Orlen. Orlen. She nods. Though spelling it at home, O-R... L A N. Olin. Was it a. I mean, how do you say it? Boy dragon, lady dragon, not a imbit, female what? or a male? It was, yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> it was a male dragon. Male dragon, all right. I, I mean, all right. Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll deal with it when we deal with it, right? Have you seen it since it came back? She shakes her head. The, mm-hmm. thing, 
which and the other people that came with they they didn't have enough ingredients or magics I, I, I don't really understand but they weren't able to bring back the other dragon so they just left I'm very worried that they're going to come back though so I, I had to choose between just trying to make more traps or getting more supplies to make better traps so I I did what I could and better traps so you know where the black dragon lies she nods exactly we should burn it well I mean exactly before they have two one is bad enough the bones are too big for me to carry I, I can't burn them well luckily we have a Someone who could dissolve it if need be. Didn't you I say mean, you had a bunch of siblings <laughs> with you? Um, uh, um, she kind of like looks really awkward. Were you uh, all I, lo- alone? She nods. Uh, Tari's gonna, so there's no, gonna put her there's hand nobody on your back shoulder. in your village. She shakes her head. It's just me. Oh, Tari puts her hand on her shoulder. Just like comfortingly. She like gives you half a smile. Well, welcome to the foursome. <laughs> oh, did we get ourselves a cool board? Do oh. we have a tail list now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Except this one's 14, is slightly more competent. <laughs> Has no pigtails, but instead pig horns, I guess. Yeah, little pig horns, yeah. <laughs> Curly little horns. <laughs> we can we can figure this out. We can figure out burning if we have to set each on fire by individually. If it takes all night, we will do it because it is important that we burn the bones and we we do not let is it just bone or is there still skin on the bone? It's just bones. But it's worse. What happened to your father? Didn't you? You said you had a father. Um, she looks down and you can see that she's trying not to cry. And she says, when the other people came, he he made me run. And when I saw the dragon fly again and I came back, he, he was... Yeah. I um, understand. How long ago was this? Uh, about a month. You've been doing this all by yourself for that long. She nods. And you don't. And you call yourself not a fighter. It's inside you. The heart of the dragon still burns in you, too. She kind of gives you, like, a smile, but it's, like, a definitely very sad smile. It's like, yeah, I'm happy. Like, she's like, She's still really sad, but yeah, she smiles. She says, it's my job. I have to. It's been a week, uh, a month, and you uh, did really well um, surviving out here on your own and taking care of the eggs. You did really well. The the eggs are behind a really big wall. Well, you still protected the wall. And the, there are some really big traps down there. And I. Your traps or someone else's? 
Uh, she again, she kind of looks embarrassed this time. She's like, "It's mostly mine." Um, Papa was more of a magic guy, and I, I just like building things. Hey, that's good. We got the key. Good. Yeah, got to. You you always got to keep your hands busy. Yeah, and idleness <sighs> always invites back bad luck. In you did, you did a good. Or mats in your fur, in our case. Well, <laughs> she looks down at the little kobold, which is, <laughs> I guess, scaly. Yeah, she's mostly scales. <laughs> she, yeah. Um, it's it's probably probably not much further. I think maybe. Um, I mean, I think you would know. <laughs> It's just I have to walk a little bit faster with you because you all have bigger legs than me. We can walk a little bit slower if you want. No, if, it's okay. You're tired. I have to get stronger, so um, I, I can keep up. And the greater distance we put us and whatever might be behind us. She nods. There were two people that were following us. Me. Two people that were following me. And I, I don't think I lost them. But um, What kind of people were they? There was, following you. there was a drow and there was a tiefling. And the tiefling mm. was green. And the drow looked really Oh, does that look does that sound like the two people from the bar? A hundred percent. We've seen them. Yeah. Just yes was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday, day before Alex, you should have dissolved them when you had the chance. I don't know. <laughs> oh no, if it I was two days ago. People like two days. That. <laughs> it would have taken too long. Oh, I kid, Cooper. Well, <laughs> I kid. They they seem to be very shady. And if we uh, see them again, I think we should definitely take care of them. They uh, were very suspicious of Alex and I when we were when we they overheard us in the uh, tavern. Because you're dragon people. Yes, they overheard us talk about dragons at the time. Well, that was a mistake in hindsight, wasn't it? <laughs> hindsight is twenty twenty. I don't know, and I have to roll that perception. <laughs> okay. When we get to the mountains, we have a trapper here. We could lay a trap. If they're following us, we would have advantage. If if you wouldn't mind helping, I I have a a big trap I want to build but um I, I thought it, uh, with your help it could do it much quicker many hands make light work or gooey and, ones um she points at all of you bigger hands make lighter work too okay so it's probably another couple of hours um the snow is actually beginning to come down quite hard at this point um but Kimball is doing her best to basically keep you going through this. Um, she's able to dip through it a little easier than the rest of y'all. Um, as you get much closer, what you see is a clearing. It's pretty big. Like a dragon, maybe two, could land in this spot. You notice that there are... No, the snow would cover that. You wouldn't be able to see shit. There's probably about, I don't know, a foot of snow all around. Um but what you notice is the mountain. The mountain is almost exactly from Alex and Notch's vision earlier. You can see it looks like a dragon's moor has been 
carved into the side of this. You can see, obviously, what looks like teeth carved into this. And as you look at the mouth, you can tell that there is a massive cave system behind that. And you two would also know that because you saw that. You can see that in different parts in this clearing, you can see what is very obviously skeletal remains. Bits and pieces of ribs, maybe what looks like a wing bone, just lying in the snow, pointing upwards. But there's obviously not a whole dragon here. Um, Kimball points at them as she says, I've been trying my best to put them all in one place, but um, there's more inside. Hmm. Alex, is there any one crucial bone that we would need to destroy that would prevent bringing back any other dragon? Do I know that? Oh, I guess the uh, probably probably uh, like the the face. Yes, hundred percent. That's skull. what I was thinking too. Yeah, the head. 100%. All right. I mean, it's better than having to destroy all of them. We just need to do with, away with one respectfully as much as possible. And then Kels just brings back a headless bone <laughs> dragon. <laughs> just a giant a fuck you. <laughs> actually, that's actually one of the things you have to have. It specifies you have to have the head if you're bringing something Oh, okay. Back. Yeah. <laughs> so um, no headless horseman with dragon. Nope. <laughs> um, Kimball says, Papa has mentioned that we should burn all the bones if we had to, because they can all be used in magics that are powerful, and powerful doesn't always mean good. I agree. A fire hot enough to burn a dragon skull. That's going to be hard to come by up here right now, isn't it? She nods. It, it usually requires a lot of magic, or a lot mm. of firewood, or fuel. Can I do a science experiment with Alex? <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Don't set, set Alex, Alex on, on fire. fire. <laughs> no, I was going to say, um, if I see a small fragment of dragon bone, give it to Alex to see if Alex can dissolve it. Magically, if that's possible. Alex, are you up for something like that? <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm happy to, but I think that the bigger the bone, the longer it will take to dissolve probably as well. Yeah, and bones are not the fastest to dissolve at all, even in the ground. Only in coke. Not unless you use specific <laughs> sciencey things to dissolve them, but I do not believe we have any of that. I I might have stuff inside. Um, uh, we should probably go in. Um, while we're walking past the dragon, I am going to grab one of its claw like nails like the claws mm. yeah i think the claws would be the thing she can easily grab and pull <laughs> so yeah that'd be a couple they're of claws gonna here. they're gonna grab and pull i i uh i think i'm going to at this point have a look out for otrop yep um and try to see if i can grab him for a chat <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, as as Kimball is kind of like showing you like where the the claws are and pointing like inside the the big dragon ball that is carved into the side of this mountain. Um, yeah, like you turn around and you're thinking about Orchard and you see him in the shadows of the tree line. And uh, so she's going to walk up, to, like she's going to look that the others are like 
occupied, that they're not uh, suspicious or yeah. whatever. So she's yeah. starting to walk over to uh, Otrop and she's going to kneel down to him. And she's going to say, so we had a dragon that died yesterday. Does that satisfy you? It definitely helps. I, I thought you might say that. I wanted to ask you if you could help us with this, with if there's anything you could do with uh, getting, dissolving, burning the dragon skull in some way so that there's no possibility for Kells or whoever to bring back a dead dragon. Because it, it would... That is far too close to being a lich for my liking. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. If they brought that back, that would be a lich. Is there anything you can do to <laughs> help us I'm with this? I might be able to help with the scar. But this would take a lot of my energies. Energies that are far harder to recuperate away from our home. Would this, would this kind of thing um, settle our, I don't want to say pact. Uh, <laughs> agreement, pact, I guess. Agreement, yeah. there we go. I saw a dragon die. I have the chance of destroying another completely. You can make sure that there will not be a lich dragon. Those eggs. I, I am sure you've listened to me talk to uh, my companions over the past few days. <laughs> I Always there. Of course. You're my shadow. <laughs> um, you know my standpoint on this. I, I do not think that dragons are per se a bad race. Just like just like the UNT, just like you, you are not a bad. Me? Yes, for for our village, you were just like the liches are for you. <laughs> and to me, you were just like the liches. Yes, there were. You we not are turned out quite so bad. Exactly. I think the same can be said for dragons. I think it depends on how they are, how they live, how they are raised, all of those things. And I think, I don't think that uh, killing unborn dragon eggs just because they are dragon is the right choice in this matter. I think you it's see better Autrop to kind of like sit back on his butt. Um, kind of like look up at you. He says, "Hmm. Well, perhaps the dragons, when they are born, will turn out to surprise me, just like you did. <laughs> You'll be able to sense the rotten ones, I think. Perhaps from an egg. Perhaps when you get to know them. But those rotten ones, promise me, swear to me, they must be destroyed." And if they, if you, really, if it's really as you say that you have a way to uh, make me see which of the dragons are rotten, then yes, I will slay them. Good. Then we have an exchange of favors. Uh, Tori's going to put out uh, a hand to to <laughs> to uh, Otrup. 
Just the um, same way they did in the backstory. <laughs> yeah. Um, Orchard, as they put their paw out, you can see kind of behind them in their own shadow that it suddenly expands and grows into the ginormous form that you first met them as. Um, I'm going to say that Alex and Notch, unless you're looking back in the direction of Tauri, you're not seeing this giant demon bunny. <laughs> um, I would say I notice it. Uh, if that's okay. Do you know what? Yeah, that's fine. Perception. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Do I, do, I can do a perception check. Okay, sure. Go for it. 17. Performance. What is a performance check? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, slip of the fingers. 16, well, close. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Like you, you get a you get a gist that something is happening over there, roughly bunny shaped. Um <laughs> but you don't get a clear look. You Except have larger. <laughs> yeah. Because I've never been too trusting of that bunny from the moment I've laid eyes on it. So <laughs> That's and I fair. don't know the full <laughs> entanglement of Tari and this demon bunny. And out of the people that I trust in this alliance, this bunny and Tari's relationship <laughs> is one that I would question. <laughs> A very smart plan. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you kind of see that off in the distance. Um, and then Ortrop shrinks back down and kind of it finds it very difficult to bounce through a foot of snow. <laughs> <laughs> but kind of, kind of making his way over to where the the more of the uh, of the dragon carved into the side of the mountain. Can I uh, talk to Tari for a moment as I see the bunny bouncing towards the remains? Sure. I, I, I suppose they're walking towards the skull, or like she's back to the group, and yeah, I like Kimball's yeah. like beginning to shiver. They're out in the area where. The wind is actually really picking up even the protection of the trees. So she's kind of like carrying her stuff and, and making her way back towards the, the cave. I I think I Otrop and I Otrop might have a way of dealing with a skull for us. Really? So what was all that about? Didn't seem like a simple conversation. No. Well we had a we had an agreement and we expanded on that agreement, and in exchange for a small deed, Otrop is going to help us get rid of the skull. What deed? If one of the dragons that will hatch from these eggs turn out to be... have ill intent in their hearts when they hatch, I agreed that I will slay them. The dragons that we have been sworn to protect, you gave away the right to kill them without even consulting those who are most loyal to these dragons. Yes. That's what happened. The dragons, it will depend on if not all of them are going to be born with evil intents. And if we're lucky, then... Maybe none of them will be. But and have... what if you determined all of them are? And thereby agreeing to this, you've basically sworn the death of every last dragon. Did this cross your mind? You crossed your mind. This this world is about to end, and this it this is not just about the dragons. 
the, these are choices we have to make in order to ensure that the world will exist. Yes, even if that means that we have to kill a dragon if it will grow up to be a, a, a bad dragon like like uh, like zero. Alex, are you hearing this? Yes, it is important to me that you know something, Tauri. Yes, I respect the decision that you have made, even though I do not agree with it. How and however, if there is a dragon that you think is evil that we do not agree, we might have to fight you because it is our duty to protect these dragons. We are sworn by an oath. I understand your standpoint. And I want to make sure that this world continues to exist. And that is why I'm doing, I'm, I'm choosing this path because I want, I have two children, as you know, and I want to make sure that these children have a world to live in. And even if that is at ex expense of a bad dragon and Otrop is helping us make sure that there will not be a undead or a lich dragon, which could potentially aid Kells in destroying this world faster. That is that is the most important thing right now. And I think that Notch, if any of the dragons were going to turn if we said if we thought any of them were going to be evil, not all of them, obviously, but if there were like one or two that looked like that we could tell were going to be evil, we would have to call them as well. I will I will accept that I will, uh, if they hatch, if we manage to get these dragons to hatch, and I don't know yet how, but Otrop said I will know that uh, whether or not they will become rotten dragons. I will definitely consult the two of you on this. And we can make a decision together because I know you are probably the last of the order of the dragons and this is important to you. I don't want to step on your toes about this, but I just want you to know that this is going to be what I will do. Whether or not I will have to fight the two of you for that, I will leave that up and, uh, up to the two of you and the things I will see when the dragons hatch. Mm. Just to say my last piece, you made a deal with the devil when we may have found another way to take care of the skull. You should have talked to us first. <laughs> What's your... Was your way of trying to deal with the dragon skull? To no matter now. To... <laughs> this dragon Alex skull. Eat it? This... Yeah. <laughs> did, did... Yeah, sorry. Well, you did say Kimball did have some things in in their possession that they had to she may uh, do. that might yeah. be able to have helped. So we were we were exploring that option when uh, when the other conversation was happening. So that was why I was trying to find an option that was safe and that would work. I, I I like it. I like it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just arguing Tari's standpoint on this. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm arguing notches. I'm, it's, yeah, it's yeah, I the, understand. I, yeah. Alex, I love you guys. Alex so is much. like trying, despite the fact that Alex does not agree with what Tari did. Alex is trying to keep the peace. <laughs> mm -hmm. Best dragon knight. I like it. We got to have a little conflict, but yeah, yeah. No, 100 percent. Or, you know, we could have like an hour long <laughs> podcast episode where all we do is, is fight about one thing. Hmm. <laughs> Wonder where we've done that before. Couldn't, uh, possibly, couldn't possibly be us. Never happened on TLD. <laughs> nope, never. Never, not at all. Um, 
as you, as the three of you come to a consensus and agreement, um, you suddenly hear like Kimball like shouting from inside the the caves. Like, you should probably come in before the snow gets any worse. Where's the skull? Um, she gestures behind her. You can tell that she's like relieved herself of most of her supplies already. Oh, I, I was assuming that it was just lying outside or whatever. <laughs> no, she could not drag a dragon skull. <laughs> Way too big for her. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, why I thought it was still outside, because you couldn't drag it somewhere safe, <laughs> quote unquote. <laughs> no, it's, it's on the inside. Um, and she kind of like gestures uh, the three of you in, and I think that's probably a good point to stop this episode. Yeah. yeah. After you, Tauri. <laughs> I'm going to be sure that I'm behind you, not in front. <laughs> the bunny is slowly hopping behind all three of you. <laughs> <laughs> Ominously. Hey there, Cassiet here, uh, the voice of Tauri. Thanks so much for listening. This was a lot of fun. I love playing with Casey and Casey. <laughs> if you enjoyed this as much as I did, why don't you follow us on our social media at TLDPod on Facebook and Twitter and I think we have an Instagram. Special thanks today go to our patrons Kirana X for the name Kimball and Twiglets are great for the name Orlin. Thanks so much for your support guys and hope to see you soon on the next episode. Bye! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.